0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. Uh, last week, uh, a listener, hey Angeli, what's up? Uh, let me know that I sounded like a robot. Uh, I don't know what was going on with my microphone, uh, but in the middle of telling you that I would not swallow kombucha on the microphone again, I... There's it's... your problem. I never promise quality. <laughs> I sounded like a robot. You get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Exactly. Anyways, before we start talking about this flick, which was Lady Macbeth starring Florence Pugh and Cosmo Jarvis. Yeah. You know what? And I owe Mr. Jarvis an apology because he's fine. (laughs) He's fine. Um, But before we start talking about it, should we sync up a bit? Sure. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, again, very little. Very Um, little. You actually had an eventful weekend at home. I, I did. I did. I didn't leave the neighborhood once. Um, God, I love that food. Oh, felt really nice. I would love to do that. Um, did y'all weekend. have, like, DoorDash, or did you just
1: eat yeah. food in your own
0: home? Craig got home slice for us. Um, oh, and so then, he left the neighborhood. Yeah, I didn't. Just not you. Okay. And then he also, there was this... Um, Rosen's bagels, I think. Mm. They they had a pop-up at Peach Tortilla, so it was like... Too (laughs) far. Yeah, it was like an Asian fusion bagel situation. Love that. Yeah, it was great. Um, But, let's see, I watched all of the new Star Wars movies. Mm. um, Mm -hmm. Episodes 7 through 9. Okay. Unfortunately, I really enjoyed it. So I should watch 9 this weekend. Yeah, you totally should. Um, Yeah, apparently a lot of people hated on 8. Um, I think that's the last one I saw. Yeah, and I asked a friend about it today, and her answer was like, okay, first of all, like, you can't trace someone through hyperspeed, and since when did they talk about fuel? <sighs> and I was like, oh, okay, so these like, really practical concerns here. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Uh, for me, I enjoyed the Benicio Del Toro of it all. Um, okay, so I'm not sure. Maybe I didn't see that one. Yeah, no, he's fun. I mean, look, uh, Star Wars is good. And that's just, it is what it is. Uh, no, uh, episodes one through three are absolutely not good. No, and yeah. So that's where, like, when I started this uh, yearning, you know, like mm-hmm. a year ago, um, mm-hmm. I got, like, I made great progress episodes four through six. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. 70s, fun. Episode one, I was like, oh my god. Ugh, oh my god. They were so, how do you, how do you be both boring and annoying at the same time? And Jar Jar Binks. Like, how is that? The, I remember falling asleep. I think it was in episode two or three when yeah. I was in high school. Like literally, it takes so much for me to fall asleep in a movie theater. Yeah. No. Same. So boring. That's the the first two Thor movies both sent me to sleep. Oh god, um, I haven't seen either of those. I did see Ragnarok, though, and, and that's and, the only one you need to see. And that was fun. That was a good time. Um. So yeah, I watched those, enjoyed them. Uh, ended up watching like a fair amount of Search Party. Okay. Yes, I need to start this. The, I mean, it is. Like an unhinged television show, uh, and specifically John Early. Uh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. I made Craig watch the scene of him going on. Uh, it's like a Tommy Laren show, but it's Chloe Feynman playing a character named Charlie Reaney. Um, and it is I just, it's Chef's Kiss. You told me one line from it, and I like <laughs> actually laughed out loud, having Did you no context. Eat like an- old osterjack. <laughs> uh so that's great. Um I actually started listening to the new and it's not new, because it's like 2 years old. Uh Vampire Weekend record for the first time. Oh, oh yeah. Father of the Bride. That's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, look, you're not going to get this kind of cutting edge music journalism <laughs> anywhere else. Uh no, it was really great. Yeah, that uh, um that first one uh with the girl from Heim, Danielle Heim. Yeah. Is she's so clever too. And then Also Married in a Gold Rush is so fun. It's a good one. Uh I like Stranger. Yeah. Um Prescient. <laughs> Which one was that? I don't uh it was like th- things uh things are strange, they're only gonna get stranger. True. Um yeah. I like Rich Man a lot, too. Uh huh. You yeah. know what? I so I listened to it on a hike a couple weekends ago. Uh I actually greatly enjoyed that weird Jude Law song at the end, too. Maybe it's okay. You must have seen, heard that one. It's like there's like three songs on Spotify now, and it might not have been the case when okay. it first came out okay. that are from the, like the Japanese special edition. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I know Houston, Dubai, that was on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, can you look it up real quick? It yeah. should be the very last song. You got it. And it's Jude Law reading a poem, um, like an old Scottish poem. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Over the instrumentation. Yes. Wow. Enchanting, honestly. Um, it is called. Oh, shoot. So, there's Jerusalem, New York, Berlin is the last. But the, ugh, maybe that's not the the full deluxe edition. Shoot. I don't know. Where's the one with Jude Law? Anyways. Um, yes, I vaguely remember that because I was like, man, he's got such a nice voice. He really does. Lord Ullins' Daughter. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's what I've been up to primarily. How about you? And Vampire Weekend, dude. Dog, they're great. Modern Vampires of the City is like an all-timer for me. I think you and I are going to always just, I mean, there's I great songs on it, but I just I know, I'm you're always, a Contra girl. Contra. So yeah, is Parker. Yeah. Um, Con- he's a Contra girl. He's a Contra girl. I, I just, something about the moodiness of it at that particular juncture in my life just hit different you know Mm -hmm. um speaking of Vampire Weekend though I last week or the week before I like bombed you with information that I found out about Rashida Jones (laughs) because I don't remember what got me do I remember that (laughs) I was like oh my god did you know and I was like so her sister Kadada Mm -hmm. was dating Tupac When he died. Okay, that's right. Like, and some sources say they were engaged. Who Hmm. knows? But, like, she was with him when he died. And I was like, dang. Okay, I didn't know that, like, that had all... There was, like, a whole incident with, like, Tupac where he had made some, like, really out-of-pocket comment about Quincy Jones having, like, mixed-race kids. And... Oh, yikes. And Rashida... When he was with Kadada? No, before he was with Kadada. Okay. And Rashida wrote... She was, like, 16 or 17 years old and, like, wrote this, like, public rebuttal that was, like okay, we're fine, <laughs> and also right. keep your your our names out of your mouth. And he actually went to Quincy Jones and apologized, okay. and then, like, became a friend of the family, and then that's how he started dating Kadada. Wow, what an origin story. Totally wild. Um, but then, oh, I know, so what brought it up was that Parker said that she, Rashida Jones, hosts a podcast with Steve Jobs? And I was like, ew, why? <laughs> like... Wait, who asked for that? Not Steve Jobs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that makes my my Steve ew Steve Jobs. Mean, mean even more, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> um, Tim
0: Cook? No, who's the Microsoft? Bill Gates? Bill Gates. That's the one. Oh. She hosts a podcast with Bill Gates. And I cannot imagine either one of them has a single thing that I want to hear. So I think it's like, you know, his whole like philanthropy, whatever thing. But like, I think they were like, this guy has the charisma that God gave toast. So. Right. We're going to go ahead and with, like no media training either. I know. And also... So I think it's one of those like corporate produced podcasts where they're like, "Of course it is." Who can we find that is like somebody that nobody dislikes to like host with him? And it's like everybody loves Rashida Jones. Everybody does love Rashida Jones. That but is a choice. I, I would just like simply not volunteer to spend any amount of time no, talking to him. <laughs> no, but I like wonder so much about like Rashida and Ezra and like what a couple, what kind of a couple they are. You know. Yeah. Because she seems to be really fun, and I don't really know that I get that from him, but maybe he is. Oh, no, he's hilarious. Is he? I don't know. Do you not know this? No. He was, like, king of Twitter for many years. Oh, I vaguely remember, Remember he would do those videos, like, once a year where he was like, I'm learning how to play Crash Enemy, and it was always bad, and it, like, only slightly improved every year? No. He was, like, fully famous while he started doing this. Okay, but there was the one. That's why I always sing it as "You got your ball, you got your ball," <laughs> <laughs> okay. because of him. Okay. You should look it up. Well, the other thing is that that colors my perception of him is that He's a few a years tabby ago. Gevinson yes, thing. Yeah. Gevinson. <sighs> Whatever. Um. Yeah. I mean, can we just sort of let her float away from our consciousness? I don't know, man. She. Did she got into some. Embrolio with oh, Carly Claus recently, and it was very interesting of to watch. Of course, she did because she has to. Because what well, else does she know, have so to? So Carly Claus posted oh, something, and then everybody was like, "Hi, why don't you talk to your own family?" And she just was like, "I tried." And then Tavi wrote this like sick takedown that was like, "This is Queen Carly trying to pretend to be like Little Miss Feminist, like take my girl boss like coding class or whatever uh-huh. while I'm buying a house like down the street from Javanka." And, like, okay. pretending to not be friends with them, but we really are. And it's, like, right. oof, yikes. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. It was a definitely side-eye emoji. Like, I was, like, ooh. <laughs> I don't want to be part of any of that. But right. That's, I guess what I'm saying is, like, the whole thing makes me itchy. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I don't like any of it. Mm-mm. And I also feel like there's definitely skeletons in Tabby's closet. Oh, almost certainly. But you know what? She's going to be involved in the new Gossip Girl, which am I going to watch? Yes, I am. Oh, interesting. They're I rebooting really it on used HBO to like Max. I like it so much when I was a kid. And it by a kid, fun. I mean 18 years old. It was a fashion moment. It was a fashion moment. And they yeah. had really good music. Yes, they really did. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I had such a crush on... Um, the very problematic, and by problematic, I do mean um, in, awful. In fact, a criminal, right? Uh, Ed, what's his, what's his face? Doesn't matter anymore. Does Ed it? Westwick, is that yeah? Is that right? Yeah, Chuck Bass. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Ms. Leighton Meester? Um, that she she's without sin in my in my book. Well, I would I would posit that perhaps you reconsider that she was on that three hundred three song. I make them good girls go bad. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Uh, and she was like, Anastasia Conley with my best You look it up. <laughs> I, right I now like, like her, though. Right Do you know she was born in prison? What? <laughs> yeah, her mom was, like, imprisoned when she was born. I'm pretty sure that's right. Don't fact check me. But <laughs> <laughs> also. Oh, I'm, I'm getting word now that was Julius Caesar, no, not her. <laughs> no, also, um, she's married to uh, Adam Brody. That's cute. That makes sense. And he was in... She's also, like, exactly I like love six weeks older than me. I asked you... Oh, no, you. she surely is. Cobra Starships. Good girls, go Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. okay. apologies yeah. to Ms. 303. Yeah. Um, I asked you what you were up to, and you gave me the most Kelly Kapoor answer, oh, which okay. was just a full tour of what Rashida Jones has been up to. I will get there. Um, oh, yeah, she was indeed born in federal prison. Her parents were... Serving time for their involvement in a drug ring that smuggled marijuana from Jamaica to the U.S. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Her mom was able to give birth to Layton in a hospital and nurse her for three months in a halfway house, despite retur- before returning to prison to complete her sentence. Her paternal grandparents cared for Meester during this period. She has maintained that her parents gave her a normal upbringing and, despite their criminal past, they did, it made me realize you can't judge anyone, especially your parents, for what they've done in their past because people change. Wow. Anyways. Um, also it's not a crime anymore. No, I know. <laughs> so, um, it's really but also sad. like uh, I don't know. That whole it's always like a weird sick reminder that we put people in cages. Right. Yep. It is really gross. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, uh, but what I was up to this weekend uh does also involve Late Meester's husband, Adam Brody. Um What were you and Adam Brody doing? We watched uh, Promising Young Woman. Oh, okay. I've heard but that he was, is uh controversial. It was very Interesting. I I really liked it. I would recommend it with caveats. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if you are like triggered by the topic of sexual assault, obviously, like do not touch this movie with a ten foot pole. And also, know that the trailer makes it seem like one thing is going to happen and something different happens. Um, But it was really good. It's definitely one that I think I'm going to think about for a really long time. Like. It was. I love Carrie Mulligan. Who was it that is it Rachel that says she and she Michelle Williams don't need to exist. Yeah, and I think she usually chooses Michelle Williams. I feel like
1: I feel like there's they they
0: look like quite enough room for both. I agree. Why not both? But Carrie Mulligan came in and took Michelle's parts for a few years and then kind of disappeared. Michelle was you know grieving, busy raising a child, right? So. I don't I mean, know. Who's tagging like she, her in? I feel like Michelle Williams probably acts... The white just Michelle a, Williams. The white Michelle Williams probably <laughs> acts about as much as she wants to, you know? Yeah. I, I don't think it's... she's, like, hurting for roles. No. And she chooses pretty good ones. Yeah, she does. Um, anyway, so we did that on Friday night. And then Saturday night, we caught up on WandaVision and... the. Oh, and we it, need to do that. Girl, it's so interesting. I, I know, I need it's to It's wild. That. Um, And then, I mean, yeah, we're really, honestly, so boring. It's like... I feel like we could just take this entire segment and just put it in the trash for the next several (laughs) question mark. I mean, it's like, I think about, like, what was I doing before all this? And it's like, I mean, pretty much the same stuff. I just had more freedom to move about, you Mm -hmm. know? I don't know. Oh, we big news. I buried the lead. Our Peloton came in yesterday. Okay, see, there we go. (laughs) That's the juice. Um, I, yesterday, like, the delivery drivers had just barely left when I like hopped on the bike and did my first ride. And I was like, this is amazing. Oh my God. And then today I like picked out which ride I was going to do. And it was like this 30 minute Beyonce ride hosted by like two of the teachers. And it ended up being one that Ingrid recommended to later this morning. And she was like, this is one of my favorite rides. And I was like, Oh, totally. I'm going to do that one. And then I sat down on the bike and I forgot that there is like saddle soreness that one has to oh, overcome. It, like, gets in your tinter. Yes. Yeah. Um, cuz i was like walking around just fine mm-hmm. like it doesn't hurt my butt when i'm walking mm-hmm. but it's when i specifically sit back on that bike seat i was like it's oh, your googe for sure god um so i looked up like how long that takes to go away and it was like most people say about 2 weeks and i was like i can't do 2 weeks N- <laughs> it'll go away sooner than I that i hope i hope yeah oh but it is really good to get really sweaty like that feels nice oh man nothing I like though, it, in it. Well, I guess I have, but just not really, like, quickly. Right. Yeah. Well, that TikTok astrologer that we love, Marin Altman. Of course. Also from Houston. Yeah. Um, shout out. Shout out. Uh, she has a, like, an infrared sauna in her apartment, I think. Oh, cool. And I was like... <laughs> that makes sense. Her apartment looks like a treasure trove of weirdo shit. <laughs> it's That's, like, tight. Like, I was like, she, like, gets on her little, like, cycle bike, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize they made their own proprietary bike, but... that makes sense go off queen um and then yeah one day she was like wake up with me and then she's like I wake up and I meditate for 10 to 15 minutes I'm like I would just fall right back asleep simply yeah and then she's like then I do my my bike and then I like make some coffee and do my intentions for the day and then I get in the infrared sauna and I was like whoa (laughs) whoa yeah that sounds great no it does sound great I'd probably solve everything I mean, honestly, that's the thing about me though, is that when the Peloton came, I was like, well, this is it, this is it girls, this is it, girls. <laughs> my final purchase, <laughs> I'm about to ascend and I'm going to become wonderful, oh man, well, so, remember that meme that was like, I will become very hot, do not be alarmed, <laughs> if you would like to send with me, you have five days, <laughs> um, yeah, I saw some girl on TikTok that was like, her project this year is getting really hot. And I was like, I appreciate Abby that. Abby told me that too. Like tackling it on all fronts, you know, like wow. I'm, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. I'm going to yeah. whiten my teeth. All my problems are going to be solved. You know, I did do a fair number of that towards the end of the year. Cause I was yeah. like, whiten my teeth, get some lips, get some Botox. Yeah. I can feel the Botox wearing off. Oh, I'm going next week for a little touch up. I'm going to think about that. A um, touch I know I'll maintain the lips, but the, uh, I don't know about the forehead. We'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, friggin' Lady Macbeth, 2017, dude. So, first of all, this is on um, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a crisp hour and a half, just a action packed too. The body Honestly, count's gonna be high, girls. <laughs> I read the Wikipedia like plot. Ahead of time, just because I was like, I don't even know what to expect going into this. And it was so much packed in there. Because whoever wrote the plot on the Wikipedia page, like, detailed every minute detail. They really did. And God bless, because I felt like I went to the bathroom, and I was like, what happened? Mm. Now, I need to just, off the top, first of all, say this is extremely dark content. But, boy, was it beautiful to look at. Oh, sure. That Um, house, baby, it was like... It felt very, like, a pottery barn slash restoration hardware catalog set in, like, the 1860s. Like, everything was just so, like, it was lots of dark woods on, like, whitewashed walls, and... The interiors did it for me. Oh, absolutely. Like, were there arched doorways, or am I making that up? Maybe there were, maybe there weren't. I don't remember. But the the windows were absolutely huge. I meant to look up like where in England this is because she very clearly has like a Northern English accent. Yes, yeah. If not, maybe even like Scottish. Well, I couldn't. T- I couldn't <laughs> tell. So I looked up where it was filmed, but like, there's didn't like, recognize there's it. There's not a lot of like atmospheric information about no. this movie. <clears throat> no. So the plot is basically that this girl and what Catherine. Her name is Catherine. Mm-hmm. She marries this man who is, like, much older than her. Um, She also is, like, sold to him. She was, like, yeah, sold. And and they don't really indicate, like, her family of origin is pretty much n- not mentioned other than the information that they, like, traded her for a big plot of land or right. something. So, like, I, I don't know. Like... It doesn't seem like she's at all concerned about bringing shame upon her is family in, of origin. No. Filmed in Northumberland. <laughs> and I think that actually makes good sense. Yeah. Given what she gets up to. Uh, yeah. She, she When she starts wiling a little bit. Yeah. You know? So, she marries this man. Wow. Um, He is an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. So, he also looks like Nick Cave. Yeah, he does. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, it, okay, so they get married. First conversation kind of begins polite, like, are you warm? Are you good? And then he was like, great, take, take off, it off. um dress." And then he doesn't, like... He looks at her naked yeah. and then gets in bed and goes to sleep. Yeah. So um, she's just kind of like, we good? And <laughs> okay. then, like, they show her just kind of lazing about this house. The one thing that I thought was so cool about this movie, too, was they keep coming back to the same, like establishing shot of her in a blue dress it's it's the cover image that's on the poster in a blue dress on this like yellow settee just like squarely Mm -hmm. centered in the shot and that is kind of like they they come back to that same thing like four or five times in the movie but yeah it was very um like framed like a portrait yes yeah so she just like kind of seems like resigned to her fate and like drowsy and bored and whatever right. her father-in-law also a piece of shit yeah reminds her that, that like her duty is to have a and this just makes sense later a legitimate heir mm-hmm. and it's like not until later that you're like why did he say legitimate earlier hmm right <laughs> so um but both her father and father-in-law are like sent away for they have to like go do something for work they're both like uh with little explanation like um Okay, bye. You good? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... The colliery? I guess it's, like, something to do with iron? Yeah, I meant to look that up. But I, what it said was that they were industrialists, but... Um, okay, classic career choice. Right. Um, yeah, so they leave her alone, and then the... Oh, it's a coal mine. My bad. I guess, okay. like, her handmaiden? Anna. Anna, yeah. okay. I could not remember her name. They have an interesting relationship, and by that I mean, um, Catherine is horrible to her. Awful to her. Uh, just terrible. It's at this point that we're like, perhaps Catherine is not a nice person. Right, no. Um, so she walks in on what I would say is a strange um activity abusive would be what I would say okay so so I could not tell like again it was one of those things where I went away for a second where I was like wait is Anna participating in this or like no so Anna has been stripped naked and put on like a scale thing that they use to like weigh animals Mm -hmm. it's like a big fabric thing I guess and all the men that like work on the land are like jeering and like laughing and she's like suspended midair and can't do anything about it and, oh. and so Catherine comes in and she's like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, we are weighing a sow and she's like, can see Anna's feet. and She's like, a sow? Get her down. And like, She was like, all of you turn towards the walls so she could, like, so Anna could, like, escape. Yeah. That was, like, the only decent thing she ever did for Anna in the entire movie. But then she's like... one (laughs) of those guys catches her eye. She's like, oh, my God, another sociopath. (laughs) She's like, how much do you think I weigh? So there's this boy. uh, And this is where we meet, what is his name, Sebastian? Sebastian. As played by Mr. Cosmo Jarvis. Um... We were wrong, baby. There was some handsomeness involved. <laughs> there was some handsomeness involved there. So later he, like, sort of, you know, makes his way into her chambers. And um, there was, the, the the consent was blurry at first, I would say. I agree. I was like, did he just? But then she seems to, like, immediately want more. So right. Well, th- yeah, they have such an interesting, and by interesting I mean awful, relationship. Yeah. It's like the, their honeymoon phase is, like, insatiable desire for each other mm-hmm. and then once that once he grows tired of that he's nasty to her nasty. yeah They're, i mean everyone's pretty nasty to each other yeah um mm-hmm. at some point she poisons her father-in-law yes and at that point i was like good for her we're having fun we're having so fun her well her father-in-law comes home before her her husband does and he's like having dinner with her and she's been drinking all the good wine Right. She drank all the throwing wine. So he asked for some fleurie, which is some red wine, and Anna comes back from the kitchen and is like, so sorry, it's all gone. And he's like, what do you mean it's all gone? And he makes Anna get on all fours and crawl out of the room. He says, you, you're you going to act like an animal. I'm going to treat you like an animal. And then he like lobs all kinds of abusive things at Catherine um, and talks about like how he's heard about her being a whore and all this you know, horrible stuff and slaps her. And then she's like, Okay, well, and so she, like, he, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, he gets, like, pissed and leaves the room while they're eating breakfast, and he, like, takes his dish with him. I don't know how she orchestrated this, but then she, like, puts a chair in front of the door to the room that he was in, and, like, is like, Anna, sit, have some coffee with me. Where are you from? Where's home? Whatever. And they can hear her father-in-law, like, just um, her, struggling. Yeah. Like, and he chokes or expiring d- expires he right. dies and it this is the last time you hear anna say a word she's like she goes mute after this which is of a, a, a narrative choice you yeah. don't really see that happen a lot no um, That was fascinating so they bury him or no 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 she, the doctor comes and she's like oh, it's so weird i don't it's know old man age. i guess he's yeah i don't know what happened he just took sick and died real quick it's so weird and um so, then she and Sebastian continue their affair, and then her husband comes home. She like hears his horse in the like courtyard. And she's like, "Oh shit!" And so she hides Sebastian in her closet or like the adjoining room or something. Mm-hmm. Her husband comes in and is like being such a freaking turd. Like, yeah, he's being was, um, like a freak and a loser, and <laughs> he calls a her dork. fat. Like, yeah, and he's like, and something else I've been meaning to tell you actually and also is that you are also very stinky. Yeah. yeah. He does tell her she's <laughs> he stinky. Her stinky. He calls her like, like everyone in town is talking about it. You're like, you smell P. bad. You, your wife, she stinks. She smells bad. <laughs> and so he's like, and I've heard about you being a whore and like, you're not going to do that anymore and whatever. And so she just like goes and gets Sebastian, like brings him in the room because like he, they were already mid Right. The act, I think, when her husband came back. So we have to assume a certain amount of refraction did not happen. Right, because right. like immediately climbs up on top of him. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. And her husband's like, oh my god, get up here. And like they're about to fight. And it's a Catherine and Sebastian on... Whatever her husband's name is, battle. It doesn't matter. A two on one, (laughs) and he is dead. He's dead pretty quickly. She beats him with something. I think it was a fire poker. Oh boy! Yikes! I Mm -hmm. mean, Bash's head in. Yeah, no, and that was bloody, pulpy, pulpy, which was was, it was um it was not dissimilar to um the Undoing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I have never watched that, but. And you don't need to at this I point to, because you I missed that the that entire, entire cultural conversation around it. Right. Um, so I guess I didn't, I, it took did me a well while to realize why they did the next thing they did, which is it, it got pretty like unchill from here. Extremely unchill. It took like a real turn for the unchill. <laughs> uh, so they kill a horse too. Um, yeah. And then I think I, it goes to hide the evidence. Right, to but be I like But I was like that didn't need to happen. No, you just like kind of like set the horse free. Right, let it go. Um, sell it. I don't sell, know. I don't know. She was like he never came home. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, I guess that's the point like he took his horse and never came home. But then something else happens. Yeah. Because it's ugh, you, when you start killing, you kind of have to keep going. Yeah. Um so this woman, who was the um, mist- or the mother of his mistress, his form, the, her ex, her now deceased husband's former mistress, right, comes with her grandchild and is like, "Okay, so you are not going to believe this. Um, <laughs> my grandchild is actually uh, in the will, and this house is mine. He's uh, he's your husband's ward, right? And like, pretty strongly hints that that's actually his son, which right. is like, okay, so that's why the guy said." legitimate heir mm-hmm. that woman the grandmother is the queen on bridgerton okay that's good to know yeah um i feel like i have not watched that because you i haven't i need to i need to but yeah. I've, I've heard good things yeah um so yeah uh this little boy by the way couldn't be cuter is so cute couldn't have happened to a cuter kid oh my <laughs> uh so at this point like you know catherine has a moment of like humanity and starts to get along with him but then like Sebastian is like, um, I thought about killing him, you know? Yeah, so the little boy goes missing mm-hmm. and Sebastian finds him on a waterfall and when he brings him back, he's like, I thought about pushing him because it would have just been so perfect, you mm-hmm. know? Because they've kind of lamented, like, if it weren't for this kid, everything would be perfect. Right, because he's starting to dress like he owns the house too, yes. which is like crazy. And like, the, his grandmother's like, you should switch bedrooms with me. Right. You should give, you don't need all that space. Uh, uh skirt. Uh, so, this is the worst part. Uh, yeah, they smother the little boy. They smother the little boy, and um, Sebastian is like pretty visibly racked by grief. Oh, by the way, Catherine has found out that she is pregnant mm-hmm. with Sebastian's child. And keeps man. trying to tell him, but he's like, "Shut up! Like, leave me alone!" You know, he's like pretty sick of the whole. He wants to like opt out after killing her husband with her, and then after the baby, they kill that kid. He's like he comes in and he's like, we killed him together. You know, we, we smothered him and whatever. And Catherine just straight up lies. She just goes, that's a lie. (laughs) Um, you know, I do. And he's like, she killed her father-in-law. She killed her husband. And, um, she goes, well, I do know that Anna goes out and picks mushrooms every day and that Sebastian goes out with her. So, I don't know, maybe they were trying to, like, kill... Poison him? They poisoned my father-in-law. And then... I don't know what the whole thing with the... Why they... What her reasoning was about why they would have killed the little boy, but... um, The police believe her! Of course they believe her! And they take Anna and Sebastian away. Now, part of it... One thing we haven't talked about is there's some race stuff here that's, like, not commented on in the movie... Right, and the... Um, well, Anna's black. Right, Catherine, her husband, and uh, her father-in-law are the only white characters. Right, yeah. that's right, yeah. Um, and then Sebastian's, they describe it in the Wikipedia as mixed race. mm mm-hmm. um, And so, and the little boy is, too. Um, and so, it's like... I don't know if that's like why the police were so eager to believe Catherine. Like it's like the end of Get Out when the cops show up and you're like, oh, yes, no, 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 like the innocence of like white femininity, like right. you know right, when right. it's when it's used incorrectly, weaponized, weaponized yeah. Weaponized, yeah. Um, but. I mean, here's the thing about this movie. Um, I just read a little thing on IMDb that it has a higher body count than some Bond movies. Damn. Uh, I did not, like, fully expect a lot of muck duck to happen. No, I didn't either. Um, I just thought it was going to be, like, a sad portrait of a woman in a loveless marriage. And it was... Which is like, a genre I am, like, very comfortable in. This was action-packed. Yeah, and I think um, perhaps hearing Lady Macbeth, I probably should have put together that perhaps some conniving would happen. um, So I've actually never read Macbeth. Or yeah, seen any version of it. I mean, Lady Macbeth does not do that. Right. Um, okay. She just mostly uh, encourages her husband to okay. betray some military ranks. Okay. Okay. Um, so she's like just scheming. Yeah. I of. mean, she's very much the trope of like the scheming evil okay. bitch. Okay. She has some great lines in it too. Okay. Um, I, mean, I, should, I should I, I have not it. the milk of human kindness. Oh. It's really okay. good. Um, yeah, so, but like this this is based on a book called The Lady Macbeth of the Mit- of Yeah, it's like a Russian novel. Of it, it, it feels is. pretty Russian, it doesn't feel it? Pretty Russian, um, and that there's like no music, and it's like sparse, and people die. But boy, howdy! I mean, honestly, it's like if you could just get some kind of director's cut without the muck duck, where it's just her moving around the house, <laughs> <laughs> vibing. It would be <laughs> no rules, just vibes. Like that house, I cannot even tell you. In her costumes, her you, hair. So you want a music video? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I do. I like. Uh, the grounds of that house. The you want ones, like the Architectural Digest. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, and I, and want I want think the that's tour, nice. Actually. I wish a house tour, and I want like I I would love like a little you know mini doc about like the set and hairdressers and stuff because Florence's look was right. It was yeah. right. No, it was right. This was, um. so she did this the same year, or no, I guess this was just before her big year. This is apparently her second movie. I don't know what the first one oh was. Oh my God. And she couldn't have been older than like 19 probably. Florence Pugh is that girl. Like, I hope she, she starts just racking up awards. I mean, the, she entered the scene with like the same fury that Saoirse did yes absolutely I was reading um on Roger Hibert, mm-hmm. the, yep. <laughs> dot com. sure um some one of the, I guess they just have like yeah she was 19 they just have like no, other no. film critics like write it write Which critics one? on it or stuff anyways the whoever the film critic was was saying something about how you don't it's like you want to just like absorb the beauty of the mo the movie but like look away from all the cruelty in it and I was like that's a good way to put it
1: like yeah I mean it really
0: was just cruel yeah um but they were also talking about Florence's like um like how natural she seems on screen and like she really felt like she belonged in this house and Mm -hmm. like I don't know. It didn't feel like she was acting, really. It just... I don't know. She, That's I mean, probably what good acting is supposed to be like, but... She's been in such a, like, crazy range of things, too. Like, yeah. Little Women, obviously. The Midsummer. Midsummer. Um, Craig and I went so far as to watch uh, Fighting With My Family, which I cannot tell you that I recommend. Okay. It looked cute, though. It was, like, cute enough, and I mean, like, Nick Frost is in it, so it's, like, fun. Charming, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that guy's it, so charming. Wasn't Lena Headey in it? Lena Headey was, in fact, in and it. And we love her. We do love Lena Headey. We do hey. love her. Famously. Um, but she plays like a real, like it's based on a real story about this like British female wrestler named Paige. <laughs> Not Paige. Paige. I mean, of course, Craig was like pausing and telling me all the lore. Um, bless. And God bless him for it. Oh, I didn't know that she was an outlaw king. Okay. I've never seen that. All right. Uh, I tried to start watching it. Let me tell you, very boring. Mm. Very boring. Mm. Um, I mean, nothing about that title sounds interesting to me. I'm hearing very um, male trope. Uh, well, and you're hearing that because of the word "king" and also uh, "outlaw." I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it was. Um, it was about Robert the Bruce, though, which would make you think that maybe you would care. But oh, yeah, okay. And and it and did in fact star Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay, cutie. <laughs> cutie. Okay, now hold on. <laughs> okay, yeah, I thought you might change your little tune, change your little ditty there. Hold on. Um, How long is that, though? It's like a four-hour movie. Yeah. yeah, It's like way long. It's so long. People gotta quit doing that, like no, a gray-toned I like, movie. This is, I loved this one because I was like, this is exactly as long as it needed to be. I think that's why we chose it, because it was a like, zippy 90 minutes. Well, it's like, it was, I feel like if you can tell a complete story, this felt like a sketch or like a short story, and Right. that's what I like. To Ride. Read or see. Um, any other thoughts on Lady Macbeth? Yeah, look, I'm not going to tell you that I recommend it. Um, I actually kind of would to some people. Yeah, like, it just depends on who you are. I, it's it was engrossing. I like sat down last night thinking like, oh, I'm just going to watch like the first 30 minutes and then I'll watch the next hour tomorrow. And I ended up watching like almost all of it before I went to bed last night. Damn. Um, and I didn't double screen, which really is saying something. It so, really is. Yeah, yeah. I um. Yeah, I mean, like, cinematography, beautiful, costuming, great. Um, I just, it was, um, there was a lot of murder, including a horse and a child, so. It's bleak. It's, yeah. it's definitely bleak. Yeah. Um, so just, like, sort of keep that in mind. It's not, like, a romp. It's not going um, to be a feel-good movie. No, I would say I actually felt pretty bad during most <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at with it. Uh, what would you like to watch next week? I don't know. We we talked about Dangerous Liaisons. Oh I was like, okay, yeah, and how long is that? That's a two hour. I can do right two at, hours. Right at two hours. I think I can do that. Um, there's also Persuasion starring Lena Headey. I keep bringing it up and I'm going to keep bringing it up. Is she the star of it though? She's a she's a bit player unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, see that is exactly what I thought was happening. Don't you ever lie to me like that again. <laughs> it's Jennifer Allen and Sally Jeremy Hawkins Northam. who you love. I do love Sally Hawkins. Yeah. I well, you know what? I have nothing against Sally Hawkins. I just remember seeing Happy Go Lucky with you in the Wait. theater and being like, "I want to die actually." Wait, sorry, did I say persuasion? You did. I meant to say possession. Okay. That's uh, it's from like '98, starring Aaron Eckhart, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jennifer Ail, Jeremy Northam, and Lena Heade. Are you sure that's what it's called? Yep, it's from two thousand two. Is that right? Wow, dumbass. Oh, <laughs> the late '90s lasted until 2004, um, so that is actually true. Famousl,y the '90s didn't end until we, uh, until I graduated from high school, until Lindsay decided they were over. I was about to like draw it to like the war in Iraq or whatever, but you were like, um, "I ended the '90s when I walked across that stage, when I moved my tassel, the '90s were over, when I wore." <laughs> beaded mesh mule flats. That's when the nineties ended. <laughs> do you remember those, girl? Oh, yes, they were heinous. I mean, they were like cool at the time, but, but like, I like look why at them did out. we do that? That is not a shoe. You put like a full lamp on your foot. <laughs> like it looked ridiculous. course, no protection. For you. <laughs> like the elements were going to attack your foot, and like it could be covered in detritus the whole they way there. They were so uncomfortable. Oh I, my god. I. Wow, what what a moment (laughs) in time. Um, You know what? I would actually very much like to watch Possession. It's so fun. It seems like the kind of... um, teaches Steve that perhaps we need. Yeah. Uh, after what we did. It's very like these two hot people in the early aughts do some detective work about their favorite oh, authors. Come on. Great it's stuff. Great. Tom Hollander's in it too. That guy's fun. Oh we love Tom Hollander. <laughs> come on, Short King. He is a he is a regular player on this podcast. Yeah, he boiled uh he boiled he potatoes shows up a lot, yeah. Boiled potatoes. <laughs> exemplary potatoes. Right. no exemplary mm. dish. Boiled potatoes. Exhibit Ex- Ex- vegetable. Dish. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. it. laughs> Anyways, okay, so possession from 2002. Now, I think there's another possession that came out between then and this now. There's not possession. So just be aware, you're looking for the Aaron Eckhart, Gwyneth Paltrow one. And I, in the meantime, will perhaps task myself with figuring out what exactly happened to him. Yeah, please do. Where is he? Um, Who did he piss off? I, You know, I, for whatever reason, the other day, I was thinking that maybe it was in, um, you know, Content slur, content uh, warning, because mm-hmm. the title of the movie is in fact a very hurtful slur called towelhead. Oh, um, okay. but I remember—I think I read the book and then I saw the movie, and it is a very um, dark movie in which yeah. he, is I believe, he is the sexual predator. Um, it's a lot happening, but I was mm. just thinking, like, yeah, that would kill a career. Yeah, yeah. It's set in Houston. Oh so that makes it kind of worse <laughs> it's way worse <laughs> they were like how about um, just a very soul crushing plot and, and go, let's, ahead, let's let's go ahead and kick the city that in gorgeous Houston, Texas <laughs> kick the city while it's down god they really love to do that to us huh oh um, lord alright well, anyway I don't even know why I'd rather bring that up I just that's my working hypothesis was like that movie uh, was the end of it yeah probably yeah okay well see what your findings are I while will... we watch them do detective work you do your own you can't ever stop me. <laughs> like, since I saw Spotlight, I became Spotlight. I am now a Spotlight. journalist. <laughs> that movie is good. The movie is good. All right. Well, until next week, uh, y'all have a blessed one. I don't know. Watch this movie. Don't watch it. But sure. please join us again next week. Bye. Bye.